Avengers! Hello everyone and welcome back to Excelsior, the world's number one Marvel's Avengers podcast. My name is Christian Buckley, I'm your director, and as always, joining me is the Apex legend, Jack Martin. Excelsior Christian, how you doing? What have you been up to? Uh, I, I've been up to some gaming, you know, some uh, preparations for fall, but not much Marvel outside of you know, what we do for the show every week. Uh, what about you? How are you? What have you been up to? Doing good. Uh, I've just ended up playing a lot of horror games recently. Oh, yeah. Not, like, intentionally. It just kind of happened. Like, getting through the Resident Evil games. Finished 4, which is fantastic. Um, I started Immortality last night. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to say anything about that game. But it's something uh and i'm intending to play that this weekend it is a horror game maybe okay because i i like i love resident evil um and for the most part every survival horror game i have played and i know this is like a weird fmv thing but um it's like a detective game kind of okay okay that's that's very very interesting then because i love a good detective game wolf among us one of my favorite games of all time so yeah yeah um it's different obviously Mm -hmm. it feels like you're in like an editing room and you're like wait wait, what was that what was that right there that's very intriguing okay yeah i'm excited to play that then yeah it's i'm actually really interested to hear what you think about it um Mm -hmm. i was i like played maybe like two hours last night and i was like i don't know if i get this game quite yet but i couldn't get it out of my mind so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna jump back in after this recording um but yeah it's it's quite the experience so far and uh, i don't really know how i feel about it but it's uh it's on on the brain so gotta get back to it very nice well yeah i've been spending time in the most polar opposite game in the world i've been playing disney dreamlight valley which is just animal crossing (laughs) with uh donald duck so that's good yeah i've heard some pretty decent things about it seems cool yeah i was telling kevin the highest compliment i can give it is that there's been times where i'm playing it and i'm like wow i wish animal crossing did that so mm, like better like user experience kind of it is so much better for navigating uh like crafting and um like you can just like hold the action button to like dig a bunch of things and then hold it again to plant crops and all of them without having to move around like it's it's very very smooth oh that's good that sounds man there's a point in animal crossing like when you're able to do everything like terraform and stuff where it gets really frustrating yeah (laughs) so yeah honestly and like i i really do like disney stuff i'm not like a disney adult or anything but uh it's 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 cool that there's a type of game like that out Mm -hmm. there so that's cool is it on game pass or where it is that's where i'm playing it that's very cool. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh it's it's gonna be free to play eventually, but I, and I doubt they ever add any like Marvel or Star Wars stuff. It is purely Disney Pixar, but um, yeah, the there's a Founders Pack you can buy right now on everything. But if you play it on Game Pass, you get the Founders Pack included, so you get a bunch of currency for future events and stuff. So I would, if you're curious about it at all, I would at least probably hop in to claim all that stuff. Mm, so. Very nice. Okay. Cool. 
Um, speaking of hopping into claim things, there's one reason to boot up Marvel's Avengers this week, so why don't we crack open Fury's report? Uh, same rigmarole from last week in terms of anniversary celebration. All the same things are going on, but they've added something at the top of the War Table blog. Uh, when you log in from September 8th to October 1st, you'll automatically be rewarded with a special bundle of goodies. Note you do not need to claim it from the marketplace. It will be granted to your account automatically. And this includes Iron Man's outfit inspired by Marvel Studios' Iron Man 2, which I believe is the briefcase outfit. Mm-hmm. The silver Thor. one. Yes, the silver and red one. Thor's outfit inspired by Marvel Studios' Thor, and Captain America's outfit inspired by Marvel Studios' The Avengers, along with one seven-day Heroes Catalyst and one seven-day Fragment Extractor. Christian, I hate this. Why is that? Because I just bought <laughs> the Captain America Avengers outfit. Okay, well, at least we're in <laughs> the same boat, man, because I bought that last year. And when I read that, I was like, damn. Yep. Because I, mean, I, I talked about this last week. I bought two Captain America outfits in this game. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the I second mean, one. Real talk, this is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's like getting a game for, like, full price when it goes on, like, Black Friday sale. Yeah. Like, the next week. That's kind of what happened. But, granted, I did buy that skin for half off because I think all this, most of the MCU skins are half off right now. Uh, for a while, at least. But, man, this kind of seems very random. <laughs> like, they celebrated the two-year anniversary, I think, last week. Mm -hmm. And now this is going on. So, that's interesting, but very cool. Yeah, so last week was when they announced the sale, and this week they're announcing the free stuff, so I'm glad I didn't buy anything last week, because uh, that sounds like the situation you fell into, right? <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I was like, oh, sweet, this is the two-year anniversary stuff? I'm yeah. in right now. And I jumped back into the game. I got the $1 bundle thing that you suggested. Yes. Um, which is like the, it's like an Iron Man skin plus 500 credits. Mm -hmm. So for for one dollar you get five bucks in the game pretty much, mm -hmm. um, so I did that and I, I got the uh, Cap Avengers skin. Can't be too mad about it honestly. Like, I got it for a dollar pretty much yeah. in a way, and I had like three. I had I had a bunch of units already in the game stacked up, so not that big a deal. Uh, but the other skins are really cool, so that's awesome. Yeah, I'm uh, glad that I'm getting MCU skins for well for Iron Man because I did buy the Endgame one for Thor. So it, it's going to be nice to have more of the crew kitted out. I think it's very funny that Hulk rarely gets MCU skins because he's just shirtless and green, you know? Yep. Um, but that's changing this week because when we look into the marketplace, there are two skins. Uh, one being the Ragnarok Hulk, Gladiator Hulk from... Thor Ragnarok, which is a brand new skin for this game, am I correct? Yeah, the the Hulk one you're talking about? Yes. That, the Ragnarok one? Yeah, that I'm pretty sure that's new. Which, come to think of it, seems really surprising. You would think that would have been out by now. Yeah, there is a Warrior Hulk that was like right. similar-ish, but not, you know, like the movie detail, exact same thing. It's like, it's like... Yeah, roughly inspired by kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, like the kind of knockoff in a way. 
I think it was still cool, but yeah, this is obviously the the one that people were waiting for, I think. Yes, and the other notable thing in the marketplace this week is something that it seems like I'm surprised took this long because we're coming up on almost two years since Kate Bishop was added to the game. But uh, she gets a Stark Tech outfit, which is, if you're unfamiliar, the final boss outfit skin set that the entire team of Avengers gets at the end of the reassemble campaign. I think Clint got one already, and I don't think Spider-Man has one, does he? I don't know. I feel like he does. I feel like he does, but I can't confirm. Does Black Panther... I am not sure. Yeah, so. Uh, Kate maybe is the beginning of a trend for other uh, Avengers getting their outfits from Stark down the line. Maybe not expect that, but surprising it's taken this long because I think the only exception would be Clint, which maybe they designed that ahead of time because they're like, oh, the six core team members plus having Kamala in this version of the Avengers, they all get their Stark suits, and then it's like, oh, yeah, Kate, and whoever else comes down the line, maybe we'll get them for them, too, so. Yeah, so that was that was weird to see when I popped in last week. I was like, oh, huh, that yeah. never happened, did it? Yeah, so that's what we got going on now, and that's it for Avengers. So. Bigger, uh, bigger, bigger Marvel things going on right now. Yes. So, what are the things that are going on right now, Jack, if people don't know? Um, right now, D23 is going on. Does it, Is that Disney 23 or is it D23? It is Disney 23, I think. Okay. So, this is their, like, event sort of deal, like Comic-Con, but for Disney? Yes. Um, so, lots of... Right now, by the time you're listening to this... I'm sure there's been more announcements, but we're recording this on Friday, September 9th, and, like, the big Marvel panel hasn't happened yet, and, like, not even a lot of Star Wars stuff have really has really happened, um, but we're getting that stuff soon, but that's going on right now. Yeah. As of right now, the only things that have happened on the Marvel front uh, when it comes to MCU are the official release, the at-home streaming release of Thor uh, Love and Thunder um and the accompanying assembled documentary uh for it is either out or has been announced so look forward to that if you loved love and thunder if not you can rewatch it at some point see if you feel differently uh jack do you feel like you're gonna pop into this anytime soon not anytime soon but i can see myself during like a random afternoon on on a weekend being like yeah i'll put this on um did you hear that they fix some of the vfx in this movie i did i saw heimdall's son got yep. fixed that seems wrong that like, seems like george the, lucas that it seems like that but also like vfx artists are overworked as it is yeah imagine like submitting your test or like your final assignment and then like your professor being like that eh, actually i want you to you know fix up like the third paragraph on your essay question number five for me it's like no dude i submitted it already yeah i completely get it. as a freelancer i understand that cycle <laughs> can't be doing that i don't i don't like that also just touching movies afterwards like that is is weird i think 
but whatever. Yeah, I don't think this is the first time uh, Marvel has done this. No. Uh, I can't think of an example, but um, speaking of streaming services, I didn't put this on the dock, but do you know what is available to stream at home right now? No extra charge. No, what is? On Netflix, Jack, tonight you could watch Morbius. Oh, God. <laughs> I was not expecting that, dude. Oh, God. I, Guess I what I will not now. be watching tonight. Not yeah, not maybe not time. My friends texted me when the announcement happened a couple of days ago. They're like, "So we're gonna hang out Friday night and watch Morbius, right?" And I was like, "Maybe." <laughs> but I, I'm honestly, I would rather watch it in a group setting and not alone. So. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a point and laugh kind of movie with your pals. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that is as far as I know. I didn't look into this. That could have been a fake tweet, but it is available now for streaming on Netflix. Go off more barmy i guess i don't know yeah uh well let's move on to something that has leaked out of d23 so far uh we have some off screen secondhand camera photos of updated logos for two of the recently announced marvel projects one being a show one being a film uh let's start with this one on the left on the dock daredevil born again same font i think uh maybe different shading but in the background we have the iconic daredevil double d's yes very exciting i think uh charlie cox has talked about his daredevil like needing to earn yeah that sort of classic suit and like that classic design with those double d's Mm -hmm. so we'll probably see that here it's very cool I would certainly hope so, and that tells me once again that we're building off where we left off. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're gonna know sooner than later, right? Because uh, he's bound to pop up in the next. I think next week is, uh, what the common sentiment is for Daredevil, right? Because he's Ooh. popped up in like a mid-season trailer for She-Hulk. Yeah, I could see, I could see him being like teased at the end of that episode. Yeah, probably. And then the next episode after being, like, pretty much fully in-depth. Yeah. And I imagine we will have a a solid answer by the end of the uh, first episode that he's in. If he's only in one. I don't know. Yeah. He's probably, like, a Wong, maybe. Like, maybe he shows up in a couple episodes. Yeah, I could see that. So. But, yeah. Cool logo. I like it. Yeah. Me too. Uh, To the right. We have the logo for the film Captain America New World Order, the Sam Wilson, Anthony Mackie-led Captain America 4. Uh, we've got a logo with, what, a big star in the front and looking like some red, white, and blue wings behind the star. Very Falcon-esque, resembles his, uh, his Captain America suit, the chess piece. So, Yeah, looks like a Top Gun logo, honestly. Dude, it does. Which makes sense. He was in, uh, what, air infantry, not the Navy, but yeah, still flying, you know. So Yeah, um, looks cool. When is this coming out? Is this 2024 or no I date? I don't know. I think it's no date. <sighs> Unless it was dated at the thing. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Okay, okay. But as far as Marvel Studios goes, that's all there is right now. Like Jack said, we're recording Friday, September 9th. The Marvel Studios panel, I think, is 10 a.m. Eastern time, our time, on Saturday. Yes. Uh, so we will probably see high-res images of these on Instagram 
and all over the social media feeds tomorrow, along with whatever else gets announced at the panel. Um, these rumors, if you wanna, if you wanna steal a little segment from the Joyclicks Gamescast, I'll crack open a time capsule, make a prediction. We'll come back to it next week. We'll see if you're right or wrong. Um, I don't think we're gonna get fantastic forecasting. Is my guess. I'm probably with you. I have. Has there been any like significant D twenty three drops before? Like, I'm trying to remember like any big news announcements and trying to compare those to what we could expect here. I want to say that Captain America: Civil War and the casting of Chadwick Boseman was at D twenty three. Really? I believe so. That wasn't. They didn't. Oh, well, I guess they announced Civil War at Comic-Con and did, like, the no reaction kidding about Serpent Society, and then did they do the casting I, at D23? Huh. I thought that entire thing was at D23. I thought that oh, was the first year they didn't do Comic-Con. I could be wrong, oh, though. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. But, like you point out, they did go to Comic-Con this year, so, like, unless they split up announcements. Like, I think it's possible we could get some significant casting tomorrow. Like, maybe we get Doom casting because... You know, there's rumors that he might pop up this year in a project. Um, so maybe maybe lead with that. I don't know. Uh, I think it'll be more along the lines of maybe we'll get like little snippets of some of the animated projects mm-hmm. like uh, freshman year. What if that sort of thing? Mm, OK, I don't I'm not expecting much. I don't know if. That's me being pessimistic, but I don't know. Not sure about this. I th- I, I hear what you're saying because I th- I'm leaning on the same so- sort of uh, sentiment. But like I think, if they wanted to, they could drop a huge bomb tomorrow. Like I think that is fully within the realm of possibility. I just don't know if they have a bomb ready to drop. I guess like if they have something ready, I don't think they would hold off for a different event. They would just do it tomorrow is right. where my head's at so yeah and like we have most of the slate announced anyways i would imagine them filling out like more of the phase six stuff at like a future comic-con sure um so that's sort of what i'm expecting also uh cap four is in 2024 may 3rd gotcha yeah well what we do have out of d23 so far is what was the kickoff event and panel today disney plus day technically was not the beginning of d23 it just got kind of got lumped in which is weird it's the same company right like yeah that's odd uh i guess well d23 is a convention so i guess maybe today's the first day that the floor is open so Mm -hmm. uh marvel had their or disney in general had their disney plus marvel games showing it was 23 minutes long it was hosted by Blessing Adioye Jr. There is a panel that may or may not still be going on as we're recording right now, but uh, there there hasn't really been much from what I saw before we started recording of additional information. Uh, some stuff here or there that we can touch on for the uh, important big news story here, but the showcase, which was streamed, if you want to check out reactions, me and Kevin Diaz watched it together. Okay. I think you watched it as well. Uh, not optimal viewing, but do you have a 
a hot take on the presentation overall? Uh, no, I, I thought it was fine. I Like what you said, it was 23 minutes, so there's really not much you can expect from a show like that. Uh, there was like some... Everything was like paced very quickly, obviously, to just fit everything within that time frame. Yeah. So a couple cool things that came out of it, but nothing mind-blowing. Well, maybe something that was cooler than the rest, in my mm-hmm. opinion, but yeah, again, nothing like insane. Yeah, I, I agree. I, it was probably like mostly mobile games. We got updates on some games that have released. Uh, so that's like half of it. And then the other half was a couple new announcements or new release dates for some things we're familiar with. Um, one that stood out to me was a couple weeks ago, we talked about Midnight Suns, the strategy game, how 2K delayed it into next year, but before the end of the fiscal year. So it was going to be releasing by March of 2023 at the latest. New date, it's coming out December 2nd this year, so... Yeah, that was so weird. Like, I think the reason they said... I think they said we delayed it into, like, fiscal year 2023 or something like that. I feel like the reason they said that is because they wanted it to come out this December date and they weren't 100% positive, so they didn't officially delay it into calendar year 2023. So then, I guess, obviously, they figured it out and they can get it out for this year so okay that's something um i don't know if i'll be playing it at that time because doesn't callisto protocol also come out on the second it does <laughs> so i am um, expecting this fat seven to take a backseat to that game yeah i mean i'm really interested in checking it out at some right. point but i do have a lot more questions that need to be answered i was telling kevin i think this game would absolutely benefit hugely from a demo um that's a good point for just general marvel fans and strategy fans and XCOM fans being able to see what's different and what's unique about this take on strategy um but yeah i'm still into the premise and i'm, I'm still curious but that was surprising because the the clarification you provided makes it seem a, li- a bit less out there you know um because if I remember correctly, something similar sort of happened with uh, The Last of Us Part 2, where it was, like, delayed indefinitely, and then they were like, actually, it's out in, like, a month, <laughs> so. Yeah, I-, I think that was just a further delay proof. Yeah. So, like, if it it seems like they didn't want to say December 2nd because it could have also been delayed again, so they just Definitely. said a general whatever, and now they officially announced it. Yeah, so... Uh, Midnight Suns coming out later this year. Other things that got dated, uh, Marvel Snap, the card game, is releasing in October fully. It's leaving its uh, early access period. Um, some updates for things like Marvel Strike Force. And um, then we got V-Bomb, the thing that we've been waiting for, the thing that was confirmed and in hindsight, probably should have been expected to be the only huge deal for some people at this presentation. It was Amy Hennig's Marvel game that she's developing for Skydance. That's a collaboration that got going on. It still does not have a name. <laughs> yeah. But we have a trailer and a premise. Bafflingly so. is untitled. Yeah. And it was... um. This was leaked, the concept, like, 24 hours ago. 
so I guess off the rip, did that sort of like throw a, a wet blanket over your excitement when you realized what it was? It was like, oh, the leak was right, or were you still really uh, fired up? No, I was, I was, I was actually really excited when this was announced. I saw that leak, and I think all of us in the Joyclicks chat were like, "That's really cool. That's not what this game is." <laughs> I don't think any of us really expected this to be true. Uh, it turns out it was very true. Like this is like Black Panther and Steve Rogers um, teaming up together, along with a U.S. agent as well as a. Um, Wakanda soldier it seems really cool I am very excited about this premise I like the idea of something what you were mentioning of like having a Marvel period piece I think is really fascinating like going back to World War II I know some people like are sick of that time frame but I'm I'm good with it we can go back to it especially in like something like this uh, where it seems more like adventure focused um yeah I really like this premise I think it sounds cool yeah, um, did you ever play the 360 Captain America game that was developed by, I think, Atlas, who does Persona? Um, no. Wow, so they did a Captain America game? I'm like 99% sure it was Atlas. It was for sure published by Sega, but um, I didn't, I never, I always wanted to play it, but I think IGN gave it like a 7, so I was like, oh, I can't spend my money on this because it's not high enough or something, but um, it was basically like oh, we can do that too for Batman Arkham, but Captain America. And hmm. it takes place in this um, this Hydra facility that you're exploring as Cap, similar to Arkham Asylum. And the combat is literally it's just Arkham Asylum. Um, Chris Evans did the voice acting for Cap. And it's, really? it's set in World War II. Yeah, he, what? all of this exists that that's a fever dream right i can't believe that's real let me look up the name of it um because i always wanted to play it and if i had a backwards compatible xbox or an uh, xbox with a disc drive i'd probably track this down oh Um, is it backwards compatible it might be but if you if not i mean you probably got a 360 or ps3 lying around right true i do yes so it's called captain america super soldier and Oh, oh, okay, no, it was Next Level Games is who developed it. It was not yeah. Atlas. But Next Level Games did Luigi's Mansion, the Mario Soccer series. They were just recently bought by Nintendo. So they made a Captain America game. That's really something. Yeah. Wow. And that- So it's based on the movie, and Chris Evans, Neil McDonough, who is one of the Halloween Commandos, Haley Atwell, Sebastian Stan... Kenneth Choi, J.J. Field all reprise their roles from the film. <laughs> what? So I believe that the game story, I think, takes place during the montage that I hate. The whole thing? I think so. Like, it's like showing, like, it's one of the bases they raid in that in that sequence. Or, like, one of the ones they don't show. But, like, it's like, oh, this, I, I doubt it's canon anymore. But I think when it released, mm. it was like, oh, this is, like, one of the things they had to do when they were tearing through europe get the big tank yeah that's um, in there i jen gave this a five 
so you know what this is this is the batman begins video game for captain america sure which means i'd probably really love it yeah man i i think it's probably worth picking up and revisiting if you have the means to because it always seemed really cool to me i just didn't have the resources i guess at the time when it was coming out so yeah well (laughs) i would uh i would imagine the the game we're discussing is gonna be more in line with uh how arkham improved upon the batman uh begins formula you would hope um so is amy hennig from uncharted fame leading development on a marvel skydance new media project we have an official synopsis of what the game is i will read it and then we can talk about the trailer and what we did or didn't see um Skydance New Media and Marvel Entertainment's upcoming narrative-driven ensemble adventure game is set in the Marvel Universe and features an original story that will take players on a World War II-era adventure with four playable, playable heroes at different points in the story. A young Steve Rogers, aka Captain America, Azuri, T'Challa's grandfather and the World War II-era Black Panther, Gabriel Jones, a U.S. soldier and member of the Howling Commandos, and Nanali, leader of the fledgling Wakandan spy network. Skyness New Media is helmed by award-winning writer and director Amy Hennig. This title marks the first initiative from the new AAA game studio. So, um, cool trailer, CG. Again, no title, no official look at character models, but we did get like a very rough shadowy outline. Um, and in the trailer, they flashed the words king captain soldier spy on screen which is obviously like a reference to tinker taylor soldier spy i would kind of love if that was the title of the game jack oh yeah that'd be sweet i know you mentioned that on the the live stream yeah it's not going to be called that but it would be pretty sweet but i mean like if captain america and black panther are on the box art and you get a big fat marvel logo on there you could probably call it whatever you want right marvel's made some weird titles for some games before i'm with you Christian, this seems like, like a, this seems like a PS2 era game. Sure. In in, in a way where I'm like, it's the pitch. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The the pitch of this is like, it seems kind of not, not like safe because obviously like Captain America and Black Panther are in this, but it doesn't seem like a traditional, like, Insomniac's making Wolverine and like and Spider Man and Spider Man Two. Like, Captain America and Black Panther don't often get, like, their team-ups together as, like, the main focus. And this is the main focus of an Amy Hennig game. So, that's just fantastic. <laughs> I love the premise itself. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm definitely curious because I think I, I do have a slight hesitation, right? Because Amy Hennig, I love her to death. I think she is the, the best lead that Naughty Dog has ever had. Um, I love the Uncharted trilogy so much. This pitch, to me, feels like it has a much heavier, like, tone surrounding it, considering it's World War II. Uh, the trailer does show a scratched-up shield, so I feel like there's probably going to be some tension between, um, Cap Mm. and Black Panther. And I'm wondering what that conflict is based around, if it's just that maybe Wakanda is not a fan of the United States in this take on the world. Um, So, like, I trust Amy Hennig with my life at this point, 
But I just think that's a pretty drastic departure from the tone of the Uncharted trilogy where Nathan Drake kills a million dudes and plunders some temples and wisecracks, you know? Yeah, I do think that will be present because mm-hmm. I'm just basing it off the tone of, like, the first Captain America movie, um, yeah. which was pretty lighthearted. And mm-hmm. like even something like Indiana Jones um, treats World War II in a, in, in a campy sort of way. Um so I, I could see it being along those lines. But yeah, it does seem like it it could, like what you're mentioning, like the tension between them um, could make it a little bit uh, more serious than like her Uncharted games, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's hard to know right now because we haven't really seen much. But um, I could, I, I'm curious like what the story is like. Maybe the tension comes from like Captain America wanting to be like, hey, you need to come help like on the Eastern Front, like, where really we really need your help to end the war whereas like um black panther could be like no like the wars in wakanda like they're probably coming for our vibranium like mm-hmm. we, we can't let them get that that's kind of the most important thing i'm curious to see what that tension actually ends up being for sure and the only other text they throw in there is like uh four i think it says four heroes two worlds one war um and the art they show on the left-hand side with uh, Cap and the soldier, um, a background of Paris being attacked. And on the right side, it is Black Panther and the Wakandan spy with the background of Wakanda. Um, so I-, I think that could be an interesting setup of what you just laid out. Like maybe we just pop between two fronts and the story connects at one point. Um that I think I would that prefer. could be pretty cool. Yeah. I would prefer that over what I'm worried about this game ending up being is like Gotham Knights, but this premise. Because mm-hmm. if you show four outlines of a character, of characters, like that just seems like it's going to be co-op. Uh, yeah. Like optional co-op, I'm sure. But Gotham Knights has optional co-op. And I don't know, my feelings about that game are probably at an all-time low at this point. And I'm not that excited for it. So the premise, I adore. (laughs) However, I want to know what the details of this game actually are. I don't think they've confirmed it is co-op, but I kind of think all signs are pointing to it. Yeah, so here's the thing. I have been scouring up until we recorded and started talking today. Um, I have been looking everywhere I can from every little quote every press thing i could find about this game i did not see the world word single player once and like you said they're not confirming co-op but they're not confirming it's single player only so the the focus of four characters does make you think that um my dream is that it is hallways honestly yeah, that's what i want um that's truthfully what i need out of this game i need it to be eight to ten hours worth of hallways with a couple like storage rooms that's what i want yep no i'm all for that i think it'd be i like your suggestion of um maybe having these stories separate at first and then intertwining uh along the way maybe having uh caps sort of sidekick team up with black panther and black panther sidekick sort of teaming up with captain america at a certain point uh however i do feel like this will be more like avengers slash gotham knights which eh, has me a bit worried but 
Wasn't Amy Hennig... Wasn't Ragtag supposed to be online? Or am I misremembering? That was a different game. Was it? I think oh. so. Ragtag was going to be Fallen Order style. You got a crew. Yep. Single player. Gotcha. I th- and that was visceral. I think Motive, maybe? Yes. Was making an online game, and then that got shuttered pretty quick. Yeah, that sounds right. So. That's all we got out of the Amy Hennig game, though. Um, definitely in day one, no matter what. Yes. Just a completely different direction than I expected, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, are you are you sad about... I mean, I think we were all pretty much just like, yeah, this is a Fantastic Four game. Mm-hmm. So are you are you sad about that? But I mean, not, that. not entirely, because if I'm being honest, the Fantastic Four game wasn't like my number one wish either. I just sort of was resigned to that after Kevin Smith said something. But um, yeah, I mean, I think the, the premise of this, like the type of characters you have kind of like melee focused and, you know, soldier with a gun, uh, maybe spy with a spear or other guns. It, it, it is sort of leaning into the vibe I was expecting out of when I was pitching like a Nick Fury and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. game. So I feel like I'm still kind of getting what I was hoping out of it in terms of the type of character build we're going to be rocking in this game. Um, I do think it would have been cool to have like a Fantastic Four game that took place in the 60s or 70s or something. But I'm, I'm, I'm cool with this. I think it's a cool premise and very unique, like you said yeah totally i think um in in comparing this premise to maybe a fantastic four game i much prefer what we're getting here the fantastic four really haven't done too much for me throughout my life and i i think the fantastic four are going to come back in a big way but i'm glad it's not here like this this premise sounds awesome and i feel like amy amy hennig is one of the few people who could pitch this Mm-hmm. and they'd be like all right cool we'll do that now there was not a date or a year on this correct no this is years away i'm sure and it was announced last year and i'm hoping that because of the type of games amy Hennig has worked on before and shipped it's it's not like getting to that level of like playstation studios like we need five years between games you know like if this is ready at like I'll say like maybe January to March of 2024. I think that's maybe the earliest we could actually get it. Like I think next year we'll probably see gameplay. And if it is a smaller in scope title, um, I don't think it's super far away is my point. But the other thing I want to bring up for that fact and considering that it's Skyance's first game, they want to probably not to make take too many risks in terms of the type of game they're making. Just get a good hit out there. And for how unique this premise is, what excites me is I don't think this is a game that would get a sequel, but I think that this is a partnership that could continue if this is good. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, do you think Amy Hennig would and her studio would come back and make other Marvel games? Is that, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because if okay. you if you look at like a Captain America World War Two with Black Panther game, like, do you, what is a sequel to that? Like, it's the two of them in a different war, I guess. <laughs> right. Or another story in World War II. Like, I hope every single idea they have for this is in the game. And then it's a hit. It's like a 12-hour campaign. 
And then three more years after that, it's like, well, now we have Doctor Strange and Deadpool, the game, or something like that. Like, yeah. continue playing in this playground with a unique idea like this. But I would be baffled if this game gets, like, a proper sequel following the same characters. Um, just based off of the premise. Like, it sounds like it's, this is that story, you know? Yeah, I, I would I would love for this to be just a singular experience. Yeah. But we'll see. So, Man, this is cool. This is a nice little announcement this year. Mm-hmm. It does have me excited also to learn about the Skydance uh, Star Wars game that was announced. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Is she on that also? I don't know. I, I think don't she know. might be. I think she might be. So, um, Any other thoughts on the news out of D23 so far or uh, King Captain Soldier Spy? No, I think... King Captain Soldier Spy is, uh, I think we can refer to that until it gets a title. So mm-hmm. I think that's cool. And I'm not expecting too much from Disney, <laughs> Disney 23, but, uh, I, I guess I hope to be wrong. I'd be pretty sweet if we woke up tomorrow and got some cool announcements, but I don't really see that happening. Fingers crossed. And unfortunately they will not be streaming that panel. We're going to have to rely on Twitter once again for that. Uh, hopefully Something Somewhat fun about that, yeah. having, uh, yeah, like what you mentioned, kind of funny, <laughs> just like watching them with Twitter decks. Yeah. I think that's funny. So hopefully that's what we get. But in the meantime, She-Hulk episode four has released. We've watched it, yes? Yes, I've seen it. You like it? I do. I do like it. Um, I don't have much to say about the show, really, each week. I'm just like on a flat, consistent. This is good. This is good popcorn. Yeah, like, I, 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 I like it as well. I really, really enjoy this show, and it's some of the most fun I've been having with the MCU this year, because of how, like, low the commitment is. I, I love that it's twenty minutes. I love that each episode's like their fun little lawyer problem, and then it's over. Like. I, I saw, I think, Gene Park say this earlier today. Um, actually, no, it wasn't him. He was talking about something else. But I, I saw somebody say, like, I like that this feels like it's a movie that's just going by week to week. And I was like, well, isn't that kind of what we had before? But I was trying to think of, like, where they were coming from there. And this feels like it's just a two-hour movie that's split up into 20-minute episodes. And I think that's a much better approach than six-hour movies wait oh int- i don't i i don't feel that way okay i feel this seems even more so like a week by week show than what we've gotten previously yeah because like each episode i feel like is so distinct from the the previous one yeah i guess maybe it was coming from more of like a looking at jen's character arc and like her acceptance mm. of all this stuff because i feel like it is following sort of a you know, typical movie structure of, like, challenging it, not liking it, accepting it more and more. Um, yeah, that's fair. But, yeah, I, I think that this is easily the most successful TV show that Marvel's done as a TV show on Disney+. Plus. Like, I love WandaVision, but that was just sort of, like, using the, the like, atmosphere of TV to its advantage, where there, in my opinion, at least, hasn't been, like, a strong use of what a television show structure can be um 
and th- this is it. This is it. like I'm watching something on TBS, and I'm like, oh, this is fun. Yep. You know. No, definitely. Um, I yeah, I agree with you. It's 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 pretty low stakes, low commitment. I watch it my on my lunch break. Like I'm not afraid of being spoiled. <laughs> yeah. On like I don't have to wake up at like six in the morning to be like, all right. It. I feel like th- that also drives me, and I probably a lot of people who want to, you know, watch whatever Disney Plus content is out like early to being disappointed be like ah oh, i woke up for this um i don't really feel like the need to see this immediately which sounds like it could be a bad thing but honestly it that i i like the casual viewing aspect of this um it doesn't really connect to the greater mcu in terms of like huge ramifications obviously there's a lot of references to characters and situations but it's not like main viewing it's kind of a side thing and uh, i feel like it, it handles that very well and i like it mm-hmm. and i've definitely noticed like they're for sure setting up thunderbolt stuff right like mm-hmm. absolutely they are um abomination i am like he's going to be a core member of that team one million percent um but even though like we've compared it uh, in previous weeks to like ant-man and like just that level of like this is cozy it's comfy low stakes but high energy and i'm excited to just chill out with a fun little story for a little bit um all that in mind i'm very excited to see her pop up in an avengers movie because i think she's gonna be like incredible on the big screen right so like it's making me look at these other shows we've gotten so far and be like so if I'm completely cool with like the energy and atmosphere and stakes that they're having in She-Hulk, but I'm still going to be really happy and excited when I see her like show up and punch a whale in uh, Kang Dynasty. What 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 is it about these other shows that are trying? It seems like so much harder to make me care about these characters, and I'm like, eh, it's fine. Do you feel that at all? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I, and I feel like a lot of the Disney Plus characters won't be, like, major players. Like, I, I would imagine She-Hulk is going to show up and, like, defend someone in court like, on the Avengers or something like that. Like, she's mm-hmm. done in, like, Civil War, for example. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, play, like, that sort of pivotal role, but not, I don't know, like, the leader of the Avengers, for example. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I guess that that's a good point of, like, some of these shows being a little more try-harder try try hardy then like ms marvel and she hulk have been very low-key uh kind of effortlessly fun compared mm-hmm. to some of the other sh- like i know a lot of people like talk hawkeye i did not <laughs> and that that it's kind of like on the the opposite scale of this for me at least yeah so i don't know i just think it's interesting like i i, I think like a show like Moon Knight, which I did enjoy, and I love Oscar Isaac, and I think the character is awesome. Like, very interested to see where they go with that character next. But like, I I think that show might have tripped over itself at times for me. And here, it's like, it's not giving it like She Hulk is not giving itself the opportunity to trip over itself. And I'm fully in with Jen Walters and She Hulk as characters. So like, I just think it's interesting. <laughs> you know, like, what can other shows in the future? mcu disney plus slate take from this as a learning experience because i feel like they could probably take a lot oh yeah i'm sure but i can't really define it exactly i guess is my thing at least halfway through the show so did 
I know you started this show, but I'm not sure if you finished. Did he have uh, the Sopranos spoiled for you? Uh, I, I knew the spoiler. Gotcha. Beforehand. Yeah. So. I'm so... <laughs> I mean, that show is like... It started in the 90s, so... Yeah. Obviously, that is... It was really funny that they did that. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, I'm really glad I watched that show. Yeah, give it two more years and uh, people are going to start making jokes about the end of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a long time ago. It, it is fair game to be spoiled, I think, in other media. Yeah. By yeah. Now. You're so. right. um, I, I appreciated that, though. That was funny. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, seeing sure. Wong in that sort of casual environment. Yeah. Are you a Wonger? Sure. <laughs> that was good. Same. Dude, I was gonna I was thinking this also. Like, truly at this point, I want a Wong movie. Yeah. That like that seems like a Disney Plus show. Sure. I, I'd take it though. I like yeah. a, a dedicated Wong project I want at this point. I mean, I could see him being <laughs> like basically the principal of uh why, why am I forgetting the name? America. Uh, no no uh um, not the nation the character <laughs> no 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 the uh like the training comertage oh sure you know just like presiding over like the the teaching of all the wizards and things like that and there's like little adventures each week mm-hmm. i could see I'm that, that. Yeah. uh but they're making like a 10 ring show so i feel like that's possible <laughs> yeah definitely at this point do you think because I know you've had uh, your ups and downs with Stephen Strange, but do you like Wong more than Doctor Strange? Ooh, ooh. I like them both together, honestly. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't know if I... Because they're so different, like, main characters and supporting characters. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I've, I've come around on Stephen Strange now. Okay, cool. So I like them as a pair. I think they're, they, they're neat. They work well. Yeah, it's a good duo. Yes, absolutely. But... Um... Any other thoughts on episode four, She-Hulk? Um, I don't think so. I think I, I they mentioned this on the uh, kind of funny screencast review, but I I feel like she looked the best when she was in the theater fighting people mm-hmm. or those goblins or whatever. I feel like she looks really bad in her suits, like she looks like a PS one character. I really feel like she looks like Nathan Fielder in, whenever she wears a suit um, or uh, the Talking Heads live concert. Mm-hmm. But I, I f- feel like she looked noticeably better like in that theater. I think it's probably the lighting of an office building doesn't work well. Because from what I know about special effects, I believe it's easier to make a CG creature look better um, in like low lighting yeah yeah as opposed to like we never see hulk even in this show in like 20th floor office building in the middle of a city right like i don't think we have ever seen him in something like that like we've seen him on the helicarrier but like that's a multi-million dollar movie you know like true so regardless still enjoying the show looking forward to next week so yeah, me too. Well, Jack, I think that wraps up Excelsior for the week. There's not much else to talk about. They've been saving all their Marvel news for the week for this weekend. So we will, of course, 
recap whatever we miss on the next episode of Excelsior. But until then, where can the agents of Excelsior find you? You can follow me on Twitter at FascinatedJack. Got some cool stuff going on with you, Christian, and Omar. If you like Batman, keep it locked. Uh, Next week, by the time you hear this on, I think, is it Monday? Monday. This Monday. Something cool regarding Batman Arkham is coming out, so keep it locked there. But uh, what about you, Christian? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and TikTok at Chun2D2. I've actually returned to making TikToks today now that I have a new phone that won't break every time I open the app. Um, So I'll be talking some Marvel things probably on there soon um, if you want to check that out. Like Jack said, youtube.com slash joyclicks is where you already are if you're watching the video version of Excelsior, but this Monday on youtube.com slash joyclicks, new series dedicated to Batman Arkham is kicking off, so tune in for that. Uh, If you want to watch the show, on, an audio, on a video platform and you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any other podcast service, you can do so. Once again, going to the same channel, finding the Excelsior playlist every weekend. And the audio version, of course, is always linked in the description on your favorite podcast service. Rating and reviewing is an easy way to help out the show. If you enjoy the show, it takes a quick second to tap five stars or leave a blurb. If you have a good time, it helps us out. It means a lot. And if you want to help us out further, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash joyclicks at the $1 and $5 tiers. Five bucks will give you producer credit on every show we produce, like Aaron and Jose Garcia. So thank you very much. That's a week of Excelsior. We will be back with ideally a stacked episode. And maybe Disney... I just... I got through the whole thing and you got me. D23. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm never going to call it D23 again. It's impossible now. Disney 23. Yep. I don't even know what the 23 means. I I think I know. Was it founded in 2023 uh, is Disney? Or, I mean, 1923? Yeah, maybe. Do they have... What's the exclusive, like, hidden club? Like, where you can eat at Disney World or Disneyland? Is that 23? I, I don't know. I'm not Room that 23? Of, oh, maybe? You know, it probably was. Because that poster for Disney 20... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that poster for D23 this year had 100 on it. And the parks celebrated, um, uh, Disney World was 50 last year when I went. So yeah, I'd imagine Disney, the company, the animation company started in 1923. That's my guess. All right. Uh, Club 20, or Club 33 is what I'm thinking of. Okay. Where it's like, um, that, I think it's like an exclusive sort of place where you can go and eat okay in the park upon a google disney was founded october 16th 1923 right, so there we go there it is it's good it, they got a lot of a lot of pressure on 2023 you know that only comes around once a hundred hundred years yep that's exactly <laughs> right uh look forward to that we will cover it all but until then excelsior